Welcome, welcome everybody back to another episode of PD Uncut. It's your Packers diehards crew. I'm your host, Brett LaRue, along with my co-host, Lucas Hunter. What's up, my dudes? And his brother, Max Hunter. Hi. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Yeah. Yeah? Can't complain too much. Ready for Packers football. Dude, absolutely. We had a bye week, so uh, we didn't lose. That's kind of surprising, honestly. We couldn't lose. We couldn't lose. We might have. Well, well, we could have. Uh, we we could have done it somehow. Could have somehow. We'll figure it out. Tom, Cam- <laughs> Tom Capers kind of took an L, but <laughs> yeah, oof, yikers. Yeah. Anyways, uh... <laughs> Joe Barry. Who's <laughs> <laughs> wearing, <laughs> wearing the mask? Who's wearing the mask? Hey, Tom, hey, Tom, Tom, Tom I wasn't going to correct Joe you. Joe Barry, whatever. <laughs> same fucking guy. It's all the same at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, we have too much time on our hands when we have a bye. We need to uh, we need to get back to Packers yeah. Sunday, which we will get that this coming Sunday against the Denver Broncos. Uh, but before we get into that, guys, we we ran a a poll. Well, it wasn't really a poll, but we had a tweet earlier today um, asking if uh, some of our listeners and followers uh, to give us some questions uh, for this this week's episode. So we'll dive right into it um, with the first one coming from user underscore underscore fat underscore underscore Batman underscore hell of a name, Fat Batman. Beautiful. He says, what, if any, deadline trades or acquisitions do you think need to happen before the 1031 deadline? Um, my initial answer is um nothing which is what we're used to i don't see an immediate need um that says this team needs to give up draft capital or um a position that we need um to acquire um some have a a few have said that you know there could be some outgoing possibilities some players to maybe get some more draft capital out of uh while we can but I don't think this I don't think this team's in a complete teardown. I I don't think we need to make an, any big moves, um, in or out. What are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I mean, contrary to popular belief, this isn't a complete rebuild because, you know, our rebuild, by definition, is when you fucking clean house and get yeah. any any big money off the books, which we did not. Yeah. All we did was get rid of a quarterback who wanted to go. Yeah. So. Right. Um, as far as any trades, I anything we need. If anything, if we could get some sort of some offensive linemen, just a couple mm-hmm. of guys or one guy, or you know, I don't. People don't trade away offensive linemen though. It's just not something that happens. No. You get offensive linemen in free agency. So, um, yeah. I mean, we're not tanking. We're not rebuilding. I don't know if we could trade a defensive coordinator. That'd be great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I would agree with what Max is saying there. And also I would agree with what you're saying, Brett, is I really don't think we're going to do much. Um, If we're talking about what do I think needs to be, uh, what what moves need to be made, I guess that depends on how you look at it. Uh, If you're looking at it as we want to somehow compete if we think we're still competing, um, we should go after offensive linemen, like what Max was saying. I mean, I've I've heard rumors that the Patriots are willing to part with one of their good, decent guards. Um, mm. I've heard rumors that the Giants are 
possibly shopping their offensive tackle that's decent. I mean, if we could find one of these teams that's in a real bad spot that they're looking to maybe, maybe they are in a rebuild and maybe they're trying to get some more draft capital. We don't like to trade away our draft capital, but some teams we're going to take maybe some lower end draft stock for a mid-range player that is better than Royce Newman. I mean, now, and if we decide that we were going to be sellers, I mean, there's a lot of moves that could be made. There's... It, it's hard to even get into that because there's a lot of different things that could happen. But I, what I, what I think is going to happen is I think we're not going to do anything. We might make some small moves, but I doubt we do anything. We're kind of like we've talked about before is we're in an evaluation year. We're seeing what we have. It. I don't think we're going to do anything. I, I think we're just going to stick and just be a evaluation year of what talent yep. we have yep, right okay. now. All right. Our next question comes from. Our go back go with a bunch of numbers, buddy old pal. A bunch of numbers and shit. Listen, a bunch of numbers and shit. Can't forget the rest of the shit. What's up, buddy? Damn right. He says, is Matt LaFleur on the hot seat if we lose against the Broncos? Well, my, my, my okay. My, would you want emotional Brett or do you want logical Brett? Because logically, I no. I, I don't think he's on the hot seat. I don't think love or LaFleur is really in any doghouse whatsoever until 2024. Mm-hmm. That's just my honest opinion. I think mm-hmm. um, it, it's been so long since the Packers have had any sort of question mark at QB that a lot of us fans kind of forgot what the process of finding that out was like and how long it takes. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not, I'm not even close to being ready to jump ship on either of those two guys. I know in last episode I gave LaFleur a lot of shit, but that's just because I care. It's not because I want him gone um, by any means. What do you think, Luke? Yeah, I would <clears throat> I would agree with you on that. I mean, all throughout everything you said there. It's, I, I think I said it last, last episode that I don't think he is going to be in the hot seat even if he has a poor season because of the supporting cast right now. I didn't say it exactly that way, but I, I kind of – alluded to the fact that I don't think he'll be on the hot seat and he won't get fired this year. No matter what, I believe that. And touching on what you said about Jordan Love, I think no matter what, we're at least going to see 2024 with Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur coaching him as a, as his head coach. Yeah. I think no matter what that's going to happen. Um, I did say last week that I think that if the next few games go poorly, that seat might be a little bit warm. It's not going to be hot, but that a little the, simmer. <laughs> the, as I stated last week, I think there'd be a little bit of a the microscope would be on them a little bit. I think if they keep performing poorly and they keep having execution issues, and the, I mean, I don't honestly, I, how many penalties did we have last game? I don't think it was that bad, was it? Um, I'm not it too just, sure, but I think we did a we lot. We were just better. executing plays poorly. Yeah, we were just executing plays poorly. We weren't. We weren't committing as many penalties, but we were executing plays poorly, which I guess that's a step in the right direction because previous games we've had a lot of penalties, right. and that goes on coaching for the discipline issues. Right. I I wouldn't say he's on the hot seat, but I think nah. Raiders and Broncos are they're they're bad teams. We can't lose two games in a row to bad teams, even if we're in a rough state of the team right now. We're young; it's evaluation year, but we still want to win. So yeah. All right. Uh, so we have our next question is from Emily Mack. Uh, big big Packer fan. Um, so her question is, what are the top three plans of action to take should we fail to win our next game? Hate to be that gal, but 
devil's advocate mood intensifies. Yeah. Um, if we lost this upcoming game against the Broncos, three plans of action. Um, one, and I, I kind of hope they already are going to do this for the upcoming game. And if they don't, I think this should be uh, a big key to changing the offense is simplifying it for these young guys. Um, they're not executing these plays very well, and uh, you shouldn't have to dumb down the offense for professionals to operate properly and actually make these plays. But it might come to the point where we need to simplify a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe fewer trick plays, these well... intricate long plays that aren't working. You know, I mean, it might be time to dumb those down a little bit, maybe fewer of those. Um, maybe I think it'd be time to maybe let Rashawn Gary free. Um, I think he's probably healthy enough at this point to play a lot harder, a lot more snaps. I mean, he's been, he's been great when he's on the field and I don't want to rush him any more than he needs to be right. Then he's, then he's out there because we don't want him to re-injure anything, but I think maybe setting him free. And one other thing, Oh, that's tough. Third one, it's not going to happen, but, and and honestly, you you kind of touched on this last week, Brett. I was I was thinking about Joe Barry. If we <laughs> lose to the Broncos, I can't imagine it would be uh, there'd be a way that it wouldn't be on Joe Barry. Because, his seat would get hot <laughs> because because I mean his his defense has been performing fine. They've we should have won three games from how they performed, but the Broncos are very bad. Yeah. And if our, our offense has to score points, which they haven't been, that's kind of a tough one here because the defense should play well against the Broncos offense. And if they don't, I don't know what the offense is going to do. So I don't know. That's tough. I I'm, I'd be worried. I'd be thinking about Joe Barry's uh, scheme. Maybe, maybe uh, if we could possibly get rid of a little bit of ego and somehow change up the defensive scheme but that would be if the Broncos beat us because their offense is just destroying them. I, I don't see it happening, but you know, those, those are the three things I could think of off the top of my head. What about you, Brad? Well, if, if I'm interpreting your question properly, Emily, it sounds like you put your devil's advocate hat on. (laughs) Yeah. Is, is there going to be a move after that game before the deadline? Um, that's a good, that's a good point. Too. And this kind of stems from our first question. I don't think, I, I don't think win or lose. I still stand by the fact that I don't think anybody gets moved. Um, but if we want to talk about overall plans of action, if we lose to the Denver Broncos on Sunday, perspective is going to change on what, where this season's going to go. What, uh, mm-hmm what the coaches are going to try to do. Do you, do you still try and run the table? Um, do you start to reflect on, okay, we're doing something really bad or really wrong here. Uh, and, um, we need to change of course. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would even have, I don't even know if I have any sort of, uh, you know, this, this, and this has to happen. I think our, our team is just, you know, coming into the season, we were such a question mark. And then it felt like, oh, this is who we are. Uh, and now it, it feels like week by week, the past few weeks, we've been becoming more and more of a question mark again. So um, yeah. 
I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> that's a tough question. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a tough question. question. That's a very good question because there's a lot of different ways you could take this. Exactly. I feel like it's just, just it's going to be an eye opener. It's going to be a catalyst. This game, as as stupid as it sounds, because it's the Denver Broncos, as stupid yeah. as it sounds, it is a huge game. Um, it is because it's a test. It's not a hard test, but it is a test for our team. You know. But the Raiders weren't supposed to be a hard test, and. We failed that test. Yeah, big time. So. <laughs> All right, let's roll into the That's next one. Very good question. Very good. Uh, next question is from at Brandon Steepro. Why does it feel like Joe Barry continuously gets praised as our coordinator by our coaches, though all of us looking from the outside, the fans, see his many blemishes? Don't judge a book by its cover. But That's yep. my answer to that. I don't think... As, as much as we love to talk shit on this podcast and on Twitter and all of us fans, we like to band together and hate on Joe Barry. Um, I think there's a lot that goes on in the building that those coaches um, and personnel know more than us, um, obviously. That's why they're getting paid the big bucks to be in that position. Um, you know, they're watching the same film we're watching. We're watching it live. Um, they have to watch it, you know, that night or the next day and figure out what to change. Um, I don't, I don't necessarily think Joe's getting praised, um, as a coordinator as much as he's just getting, um, you know, being respected and defended, uh, by players and coaches. And I think seeing that as a fan should be more of an eye opener is like, okay, you know, they, they probably know something that we don't. You know, we're we're looking outside uh, through a window, right? Trying to figure out what happens throughout the whole throughout the whole house when we're only looking through one bedroom window, um, and so we're we're limited to that window, um, and that window is our TV screen every Sunday, right? So, yep. to to answer your question, um, I think it feels like he's getting praised. Uh, because of all of the shit you're seeing on Twitter and all of the uh, responses you're getting, some warranted, uh, you know, you see some shit and it's just like, what the hell, Joe? Like, come on, man. Uh, but then you look at the grand scheme of things and I think our defense has done enough and has done a pretty good job if you check out their EPA uh, and their, and you check out their DVOA uh, this year really has been enough to win games. Um we just haven't been putting it together um, as an offense execution wise and game planning for the teams properly and coming up with wins. Um, and that just has to do with the, the inexperience and the, the lack of preparation from the coaches. And I think um, I'm starting to see that it's more so on the offensive side um, mm-hmm. as, as the weeks go on. So that's my answer. Luke. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think you, Pretty nailed much it. All of, <laughs> you pretty much nailed it. I mean, I would, looking at it, I mean, the defense gave up 20, 25, 17, 34, 17. 34 is a pretty bad blemish, but the Lions yeah. are also very high-powered offense. Yeah. Uh, the Falcons aren't very good, and they gave or they scored 25, but that was also on the offense. Yeah. Not being able to convert third downs or fourth down, put the game away. It could have been different. The defense was gassed because of the offense not doing their job. And then, like I said, the other two games, or the other three games, 20, 17, 17, those should all be winnable games, mm-hmm. which the Bears, we kicked their ass. So that was 
that was 14 points, and then there was a score in garbage time. So that's that's not even that bad. Some of the points scored on the other games weren't even on the defense. That was more in, uh, a bad play in the offense or a special teams play. So the defense has done its job for the most part. The scheme is soft, but it seems like they have been a lot more uh, capers-esque in the bend but don't break. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, as much as like you said, as much as we like to shit on Joe Barry, people have his back because of the way he leads them. I think they believe in him, and I think he might. He, I'm sure he's a good guy. I'm sure they they just they love the guy. It seems like they do. Um, we have seen a lot this year that when things are going poorly on the defense, like if you look back at the last game uh, when Keyshawn got caught flat-footed and he could have made a pick at the goal line, but instead he was caught flat-footed and just kind of fell over like a dumbass. Yeah there's a lot of poor execution happening in these in these play or in these uh in these schemes i mean it's happening on the offense it's happening on the defense that's kind of when you're not playing complimentary football it all snowball effects and it gets really bad right it makes them look worse than they are and it goes onto the coaches it makes yep. the coaches look bad which which i mean you can always you can you can always put that towards the coaching staff because they're not executing properly and they should be coached to execute properly but Ultimately, that is on the players for making the decisions they're making. I think you nailed it pretty much on the head with everything you said, Brett. And yeah. I don't really have much to add to that. I just threw my little two cents in there. I I don't yes. like defending Joe Barry because we've seen so much that it's, he, he has these stretches of games where the his defense has performed really well. And you're like, holy shit, this could be great. And yeah. then there's five games where it's just absolutely terrible. Yeah. And then you see Preston Smith on Devontae Adams, and you're just like, what is happening? And then he goes up and says, well, we probably should have done something differently. Preston just has to survive that down. It's like, yeah. bro, <laughs> bro. Yeah, no, I think it's a good question um, because, you know, you see it all throughout social media and the reactions of fans and whatnot. It makes it seem like that's all there is to see. But, yeah, um, no, it absolutely. just gets magnified, so. Um, I think you look at deeper dive into it and you can see it's not obviously all on Joe Barry. It's, it's more in the middle of it. Everybody wants to blame Joe Barry, but it's uh, a mix of Joe Barry's scheme and coaching and a mix of how the players are executing and the talent level. It's just a, somewhere in that happy medium of it's both of those com combined together causing the issues. Yeah. Oh, and uh, so the next one uh, we got from... <laughs> Head of Jordan Love Fan Club uh, <laughs> at Low Level NPC. <laughs> uh, how much film do we feel like we need to see from Love before we can accurately gauge if he'll be the guy moving forward? His accuracy leaves a lot to be desired. Well, I feel strongly about this. I think at the bare minimum, we should we need to see a full season. And I would even argue that at the very minimum, seeing at least at least half of next season with the young guys really starting to click together, having a full year under their belt together as a team, uh, maybe being able to execute those plays that are a little bit more complicated, uh, maybe having some more offensive line pieces so that there's a little bit more time to get those long developing plays that we can't hit because we don't have time to hit those plays, have a healthy running back room where we actually have a, good play action where you don't have to worry about the linebackers dropping back instead of biting on the play action because 
that's a big problem is they don't bite on the play action and then Jordan loves throwing an anticipation throw, but he anticipates the linebacker to be coming in to tackle uh, a running back and he's in his face intercepting the ball. I personally think we need this season plus another, let's say six or seven games to really accurately see how we feel about him. I think a good full season, this full season, It'll give you a lot of information on him, but I think seeing what happens next year, I think that could be the real true um, yeah. gauge to to see what he's going to become because he'll have that time with the players. So the the whole offense should be better with each other, being that they all should know the offense in and out, which they should know it pretty well at this point. They they study this for a living; it's it's their profession. But I think a year, a season and a half for me is what I I could. I would probably go with for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, like I was saying earlier, I think him and the floor get at least into 2024 before we start putting their heads in the chopping block. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, people, people talk about film all the time and, um, versus experience, right? They're like, well, it's his, you know, it's his third year in the system. (laughs) He should have it all figured out. Um, bullshit, but, you when you talk about film we only have we only have this year yeah you can take the yeah. game from 2021 uh, and then the game the eagles at 2022 but mm-hmm. it, it's not it's you can't it's all speculation from 2020 to the start of this season um and this third of the season we've yeah. seen so far quarter third whatever it is so yeah like you said bare minimum this year um, and then I, I'd say halfway into next season is when we start, you know, calling for his job, maybe if it's that bad or mm-hmm. nah, he's the guy, look at him, look at him go. And hopefully yeah. it's the latter. So yeah, um, for sure. Good question. Yeah. Very good. Next question. one. Um, and our last question, I believe is from at love underscore era underscore Tim, what should be the expectation for this season? realistic chance for the playoffs yes or no (laughs) you know a lot rides on sunday um as i was saying earlier you know it's it's such a pivotal catalytic game that is going to decide um or open up eyes or it's going to be uh all right they figure their shit out um and even if it is all right they figure their shit out you know it's against denver so does it get discounted i don't know i mean that's That's up to us, the viewer, and the rest of the league to uh, decipher. But I think if we lose, the expectation for the season is let's figure out yep. what the hell we need to do this offseason um, yep. and and how do we better prepare ourselves maybe before the, tra- the trade deadline um, or going forward with personnel. So if we win – Fuck, it's run the table, baby. I mean, Fucking yeah, it's table. Denver. Oh, my God. Okay, but then we go yeah. to Minnesota, and it's it's a whole nother ballpark. I know they don't have Justin uh, Jefferson, but oh, I guess it's it's at Lambeau. So it's at Lambeau, yeah. We get a chance to have a – I mean, build the energy, right, and then have a home game at Lambeau yeah. and beat the Vikings. I mean, that could really that could really get yeah. some midseason confidence that this team needs, and getting everybody back healthy would even, even boost that some more. So – that would be um, over 500 then i mean yeah yeah i mean that's i mean realistic chance for the playoffs we're talking about the nfc here 
All right. Yeah. This conference is trash. It's dog shit right now. I mean, it is up for grabs. So absolutely. Expectations, um, win or lose, let's try and run the table. Um, but if we do lose, hmm, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe there is something. Maybe this team ain't it yet. You know, that type of shit. So. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much on board with what you're saying there. I mean, it 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 has to start with beating the Broncos. They are a terrible team. If we lose to the Broncos, I mean, you can still turn it around, but that would be kind of showing that this team just isn't ready to actually do any sort of true competition. It'd be one thing if we were beating these really bad teams and losing to these mediocre teams, and it'd be like, okay, it's a young team. I get it. That makes sense. And it is a young team, and seeing them lose to the Raiders was not great because the Raiders are not very good, as we've said before. Losing to the Lions, the Lions are they're, they're a very good team. We, we talked about it uh, yeah. in our group chat a few times that I think they are a true contender this year. They actually, they have something going. Um, but we got to beat, beat the Broncos. If we don't beat the Broncos, my expectations, my expectations weren't like skyrocketed this season because we didn't know what we're getting into. We've discussed multiple times that this is an evaluation year of seeing what works, what talent do we have, what players can perform, what players seemingly can't perform and we've been seeing some of that already um trying to figure things out trying to nail down execution trying to nail down uh certain plays that work for certain personnel all that good stuff i that's it's a tough question because like you said brett i think it really hinges on this upcoming game because if we don't beat the broncos your expectations have to be well, we'll probably we'll probably finish under 500 if we can't beat the Broncos. We'll probably finish under under 500 because they're one of the worst teams in the NFL. If we do beat them, we should be able to win a good portion of the games we have remaining. Because looking at the schedule, I think we have uh, one, two, three, four, five teams as of right now in this early season. Five teams that are 500 or better that we have to play. Yeah. Two of those are the Lions and Chiefs. Really good teams. I I would like to say we could beat someone, but that's just doesn't that seems like a pipe dream. All the other teams are three and three, <laughs> two and two, three and three, oh and six, two and four, one and five, one and five, two and three. I mean, two and four. They're they're not good teams. Yeah. If we if we beat the Broncos, we should be able to win minimum half those games, I think. Right. And half those games puts us close to 500 we should be able to sneak a few more of those games i if we beat the broncos i think there's a realistic chance in this nfc of making a possible wild card spot big time so Um, august so august 29th uh we posted our schedule predictions um yep i think we might want to make a couple changes i think you're right so um, i think we we should at least go through it again yeah, so this week week seven we had us we had a W in, in Denver. Um yep. and I, I think that stays. I think that remains. I'd keep that. <clears throat> I have to be positive about this. Even yeah. even though I'm kind of on the fence about it, I have to be positive. I have to say we gotta win this game. I gotta yeah. be positive. And then the following week, um, home against Minnesota. 
I think we can win that one. If we get a win here yeah. in Denver, um, it'll just drive Ride into Lambeau. Um, not, not, the Vikings not having Justin Jefferson. Unfortunate for them. For big killer for them. I think we the way they played, watching them play the Bears – on Sunday, oh, God, it was just brutal to what watch. A, what a dookie bowl. Dookie bowl. So there's that but one. Yeah, I, I would say W there. We, we got to. Yeah. And then uh, home game against L.A. They're not too good. They're all right. But they, they have – they come in streaks. They seem to – weird. They're kind of like a basketball team. They they, they hit these it's, runs it's really weird. in these games. I, I I changed that to a loss in my book. Oh, wow. I, I think – I had that we had that as a W before. I, I had it as a low scoring game, but I think I think if we win two games in a row, I just I just don't feel confident about a third game in a row. And <laughs> even though it's at Lambeau, I don't know. I feel like they're just gonna have our have our number that game. I, I put that as a I, I think we're gonna I just that don't one. see I don't I just don't see their offense offense dicing us up. I, and I think I, I think I mean, our offense yeah. is good enough to dice up their defense, but we'll see. We'll I, see. We'll see. We'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, I yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll obviously find out come week nine. Um, this Absolutely. week ten against the Steelers, I thought they were going to be a much better team uh, than they're so showing too. right now, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. They're the defensive only playing team, so this might be a low scoring uh, yeah. game. But um, their offense is so bad. I don't. I don't know. Not... We had I it mean, in L. To... Do we switch it to a dub? I I did Pittsburgh? switch it to a dub. Yeah. I did switch it to a dub. I said we. I think um, we switched that to a dub ski. I switched that to a dub. So we're at four in a row, uh, and then we head out to LA. I <laughs> well, don't think we're beating well, each other. Well, I, or no, someone's at four in a row. No, my bad. <laughs> we we split on our our that's Rams right, game. That's right. But, that's right. So Chargers coming to town. I still think they're going to kick our ass at Lambeau. I yeah. I I I left that as it was. Yeah. I mean, they didn't look great last night, but I I still think. Herbert just probably wrecks us, yeah. For some reason, it just. And then we had in our in our one of our bold predictions was to split, or actually our bold prediction was to sweep the Lions. Was was to sweep the Lions? Yeah, that's yeah. that was. I also my bold prediction uh, was my hot take that they were overrated, and I'm very yeah, wrong about that. Yeah, very. I don't think <laughs> I don't think we win here. I don't think we go. I don't think Detroit we have a win. chance in hell unless something drastic happens. Yeah. But then, I don't see it happening. And then uh, Chiefs come into town. I think they beat us. I think that remains yeah. an L. We we have it shown. I as think an L. I think we could play them close, um, just because their they're team they're five and one. But they're, they've been not performing that well, but yeah. they've been winning games. I think that probably ends up being a close game unless Mahomes figures Mahomes figures it out and he just goes off like Mahomes had been. He hasn't been this year, but he you know what he can do. Yeah. And then, but I still have us as a loss there. And then we have uh, Giants at Giants at New York. We initially had it an L on Monday night, December 11th. They're trash. Yeah, I switched that up. We're I switched that, that to a W. I switched Easy. that big time. I mean, we Easy. haven't been performing well, but we're going to beat the Giants. Yeah, big time. Panthers, or sorry. I skipped a week. Bucks. Yeah, Buccaneers, Bucks. dude. I think you did that last time when we were doing our original prediction. Did I? <laughs> <laughs> you skipped the Bucks just too. Just such an easy team to skip over. <laughs> Fucking Tampa Bay. Yeah, Buccaneers. yeah. Brady Bucks. made them relevant. Bucks. Now they're back to irrelevancy. And now they're back to shit. And that's why we're gonna keep it a W. <laughs> um, Absolutely, you're right. Then 100%. the next week we are going into Carolina. I don't know. Is is Bryce Young the guy? Last week it was I mean, really weird. 
I, I don't know. They they might go on a streak and figure it out, but I still put us down as W, but yeah, that could I'd be the sneaky game that I'd we're just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then we go into Minnesota, which we initially had as an L. I still think we take an yeah. L here. I still think we do, too. Um, I think you. I mean, we usually just... split the season with them. I mean, yeah. It just seems seems like something that would happen there. Yeah. If we get a W at home, I think we lose there. And then, of course, yep. Lambeau Field, the Bears are coming into town. We beat the shit out of them in their own house. Yeah, they Who still knows? suck. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think so. They still well, suck. We, we're going we're gonna to keep owning the Bears. It's not going to change. We're going to start yeah. the season with a dub against them. We're going to end the season with a dub against them. No, no matter what our record is in between, we're going to still beat them. So. <laughs> All right, so the remaining games... I have us going eight and four. Yeah, and I have us going seven and five. Seven and five. So yours puts us at our. Oh no, no, it doesn't. I think our. I think that puts ours nine uh, and mine eight. Puts us at nine and eight. Mine puts us one. back That's to all. eight. Or mine. Mine puts us back to uh ten, to and, ten seven. and seven. <laughs> hey, I hope you're right. That's that'd be fine with me. I'd, my I'd prediction be cool with that four game winning streak has us hitting the ceiling. Let's go, baby. <laughs> if we if we can go four weeks in a row, the next four episodes are fucking dubs. Let's fucking go. We're gonna get real annoying on this podcast. We're gonna get That's real true. fucking annoying if Jordan Love starts playing well and then That's he just true. fucking lights him up. Oh boy, Aaron Jones gets back healthy and just rips it apart. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, before that happens, we have to face Broncos country. Broncos country, let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. We're With trying Mr. to be as cringy as Russell was because unlimited, unlimited. Don't be handing out unlimited L's because unlimited, diarrhea. unlimited L's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, what's what? there to look forward to this game? <laughs> let's let's be real here. <laughs> Um, our our edge rushers getting to Russell Wilson because he's a slowpoke now. Um, True. Um, watching and, Josie play and our defense. Oh yeah, we get to watch our boy, our boy Jewel yeah. Outlaw. Fucking shout out to the decor, decor shout fellow. out Decora native. Uh no, but yeah. t- to be honest, um, I'm looking forward to our offense getting all cylinders going. They have. You get. They have yeah. To. I mean, come on. This is like this is a good, nice. Uh, what's that? Like an ego boost game is what this is. Yeah. All right. It's, it's almost. It's almost them a down. get right game. Yeah, it's a get right game exactly for our offense. So, I expect it has um, I the the run game still a question mark. I don't know. Is Jones going to be playing? I hope so. If he plays, are we going to use him? I hope so. Matt Lafleur, if you're <sighs> listening, and. I I want I want Jordan Love. I want this to be a real uh mid-season coming out party for him. I want him to go off like 303, yeah. please, cuz that would just be like we need it. I, I we need it. We need this. We, we need this fuck you to all the haters. We need it so bad. And even if it does happen, they're going to be like, "Oh, it's Broncos, same shit, you know." I mean, you you know, we've been seeing so many people <laughs> talking shit about Jordan Love after one I mean, he's had one actual bad performance yes, last week was pretty bad i mean against the lions he wasn't great sure fine he didn't have a great game but it wasn't a lot of the issues in that lions game were not uh on his him fault. Yeah, exactly um there was a lot going around him that was was pretty rough right the raiders it, a lot of the stuff was on him 
I mean, that was his first real actual bad game as a Green Bay Packer. And it, it seems like everybody started fucking jumping ship already. It's like, man. Oh, my God. He, I know. He, did, he did just fine in his first four games. I was like, okay, he, he looks like he should be fine. I, I, I accept what he's been doing. I think he could turn out to be a, an above-average quarterback. Maybe he has a higher ceiling that we we don't know, but he looks like he's fine. I mean, it looks serviceable. looks like he's not going to lose games. He might win some games for us, but he's not going to lose games for us. Yeah. And then, I mean, the Raiders game was bad, and that was – it was real ugly. But, man, some people just gave up on him after one damn game. I know. I was like I, – I just couldn't believe it. I'm like, you got to have – it's the fifth game. We are a spoiled fan base. Um, I'll admit it With when it comes to QB play. Absolutely. A lot of us don't know – aside from the the short run of brett hundley in 2017 and kaiser Kaiser, yeah no i I don't think i don't think we truly know what it's like being stuck in an unknown um and having to judge quarterback play um you know and and actually see development live because development doesn't happen in the off season mechanics and training and conditioning happens in the off season development Mm -hmm. happens right in the middle of the fucking season um when you're getting kicked down when you're battling with injuries when you're battling with adversity and um battling the haters everyone no one you know the who believes in you who doesn't yeah. And having the right mindset and like what 12 told love last week to just keep your confidence. It'll mm-hmm. all come through. And that's, that's the process. So, and, and to that point, what you're saying there, the, the real learning. So you can watch film all you want in the off season, but you made the point earlier about the fact that there isn't much film on Jordan love in real games in the NFL. So now that he has these games on film, the more games that you see him play and that he has to self-scout against real NFL defenses, real NFL players, top players in the in the nation that are playing against him, he can pick apart these little things that maybe he can correct against these top-level players compared to, okay, I played this in practice, this is what happened in practice, yeah. this is what I did in college. He has real film to correct some things that he is having issues with. Yeah. And the more film he gets on himself, I mean, and that goes for the defenses watching him, the more film they get, the more they can game plan against him. But the more he sees of himself playing, the more opportunity he has to improve on things he's doing poorly. So like what you're saying here to get the the real learning comes from the film he's watching and the real in-game experience too so i mean he's learning in-game and then he can go back later that day or later that night or the next day and go okay i saw this in-game i shouldn't have done this and he sees on film and goes okay this is what i need to do and then improve from there so yeah that's how i see that which to get to what he's struggling with is accuracy some decision making and his timing, right? All mm-hmm. things that film and seeing it from a different perspective or just doing it and realizing, okay, this felt wrong. Uh, yeah. This felt right. It's stuff that you have to – it's the intangibles um, that you learn from. Mechanics, great. 
Everyone knows he's got a strong arm. Um, he's got a great release. He's got great awareness and footwork in the pocket, right? Yep. It, it's just some of those intangibles that he needs to figure out himself and develop, um, like I said, in the middle of the season. Because that's Absolutely. when guys are coming at you. That's when games are on the line. Yep. That's when the most pressure is going to be on you, and you're going to be tested the most. So, um, I, I like 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 I said, let's go back to this off season. None of us were expecting him to come out guns blazing, but he did. We certainly, we're wishing. But, but he did <laughs> week one. He did. He did. So he, he we're, we we all got painted this ruse. I mean, Absolutely. we felt. I fell for it. We fell for it. We we hey, played we with said it. Super Bowl. Yeah, we, we yeah. We, I mean, we, we we joked around with it. You know, we yeah, we joked we gaslit the shit out of it. But you have to. But my point is, is we were all in the right mindset in August. We we were. And then and then these the you know the first three weeks happened. We're like, oh my god, it happened again. Like, and then and shit, then now we're no like, oh shit, way. get rid of them. It's like no guys, come yeah. on. We have to go back to the. Oh yeah, we had no fucking clue what this was going to be like. So, and I've we're done that. That's what I've done. What this team is exactly. And in in that, we're evaluating if, as I have said before, if Jordan Love is the guy. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> the guy. Hey Luke, do you the think guy. he's the guy, or is he the I guy? I think he's the guy. He might be the guy. I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna find out if he's the guy. Yeah. We certainly. But that's what I did is. this bye week, right? Not only did I tell the coaches to evaluate what they're doing, players need to evaluate. Mm-hmm their performances i evaluated my fandom i took a step back and i was like you know what let's let's go back let's chill the fuck out and actually look at what the overall outlook of this season was uh before the season started and Mm -hmm. i just think that's allowed me to kind of realize what maybe some of the higher-ups in the organization and some of the coaches are realizing is that this was and they realized and said you know said to themselves months ago all right this is gonna be a process you know so yeah yeah and i i would agree i i kind of did the same thing where i was like okay you got to take a step back look at look at the results of the games that we've seen and look at the results or performances of the players on defense offense all around everything's been for the most part middle ground which is fine i mean we we obviously as a fan base and i'm sure the organization does too because the the organization isn't wanting to lose all of us want them to just go out and just win every damn game no matter what and everybody to be all all pros sure but we also have to check ourselves in the fact that these guys are young we have a ton of young guys we have a few veterans on the team but everybody is just so young there's going to be a lot of growing pains and I know some people are getting sick of hearing the term or the the quotes "growing pains," but <laughs> yeah, it it is what it is. That's that's what we're gonna see. We're gonna see a lot of, of ups and a lot of downs. I mean, well, I shouldn't say a lot yeah. of ups. It's, so far, there have been a few ups and a lot of downs. Hopefully, it goes to more of a. There's a lot of ups and a lot of downs, and it just kind of flows that way. And it's kind of kind roller of coaster. Uh, roller coaster, roller coaster instead sure. of. And that's okay. Up really far, and then way down, and then it stays down. We we want it to. We it's fine if it goes up and down. That's that's okay kind of for twenty twenty three this year, right? Yeah, and it's okay for now. If we're talking going into next year, we need to see improvement next year. If we're talking next year, we're going to be talking about we want to see improvement. We want to see a team coming out that is strong and that's winning games 
that are not easy games and winning those games. Right now, I mean, if we're if we're losing games, yeah, it sucks. But the one thing that I think we need to start seeing, even if we're still losing, we need to see some improvements on some of these ends of ends of uh, when we're talking execution wise. We need to see improvement at, at the very minimum. All right. Let's get to our game predictions. What do you think the score is going to be on Sunday? Uh, just like I said, I, I have to be positive about this game. Yeah, same. Uh, I, I, I have a pessimistic view, but I'm going to stay positive because I have to be because I don't want to give up. Um, we're going to win the game. We already discussed that. I think, I think the coaches are going to simplify things a little bit. I think it's going to help the young team, and I think there's going to be some better execution. Um, I think we win, and we win. I would. I'm going to go with 27 to 27 to 14. Hmm. I think our defense is going to play well. I mean, 14. I, yeah. I, I was almost going to go 10, but I'm going to say 14 because actually Russell hasn't been playing terribly. Yeah. He's he hasn't been great, but he wasn't as good or as bad as he was last year. Um, I think I think the offense figures it out a little bit, and then as long as Showtime is back healthy and he is utilized, I think we win the game pretty handily. Um, I'm gonna give a little bit of a stat prediction. I'm gonna say that Rashawn Gary has three sacks and one of them is a strip sack. Nice. He's just gonna go off. Yeah, He's I hope go he goes off. off. Bang Gary. Which I mean, it's not that bold of a prediction from Rashawn Gary. He's a beast. So, right. No, um, I agree, dude. It's funny. My my our predictions are almost the same. Like I already had this written <laughs> down. My actual score prediction was twenty eight to thirteen because <laughs> I know because I That's think hilarious. we're going to our defense is going to um, play really good. Yeah, I think Russell's going to move the ball right, but I, our defense sure. has been really good at mm-hmm. when their back's against the wall. So I think we're going to hold them to a couple field goals and sure. only one touchdown. Um, and then I, I'm hoping our offense goes off. I'm hoping Aaron's back. Aaron Jones, that is, of course, not hoping 12's back. <laughs> hey, and now, Brad. Hey, now. Chill, 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 chill. Chill, chill out. And then, um, obviously, he gets used. Fucking use him, Matt. Please yeah. use him. So, again, my bold yeah. stat prediction for probably the fourth week in a row is – Aaron Jones, 150 all-purpose yards and two touchdowns. Please, I need to I mean, book it. Please, if, if if they're using him like that, I I believe that we win the game. I mean, they're easy. I, I wish I had He's the stats so in front of me, but vital. There's so many. There's so many statistics on how many touches he gets in a game, correlating to our win percentage. It's wild. Yeah. It's wild. God. Damn. All right, we need it in this. Show. I hope. Holy I God. I hope. I I I'm really 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 hoping for a Musgrave coming out party game. I've been hoping for it for every single week that he's played and it's just not fucking happening. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I know. Got to happen soon. But that's right. Well, <sighs> we'll look forward to Sunday. Um thank nope. you everyone for listening if you did listen this far. If we answered your question, um give us shit in the comments if you disagree or if you and, agree and- or like the question, let us know. And thank you for submitting a question for us to, for this to answer here. So. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do it again it sometime. Um, next, uh, we'll try to do episodes. it from time to time. But yeah, yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. As always, go pack, go. Go pack, go. Fuck the Broncos. <laughs>